If we hit day three and rent is still not paid, we are on it. We're calling them, texting them, emailing them to remind them rent is due and that they should pay right away to avoid those late fees or any other actions which might ensue. Hello, property management brainstormers. It's Bob Preston here, your host, and welcome to 5-Minute Friday. FMF is a mini podcast series where I offer my best tips and advice regarding questions I frequently get from property managers, real estate investors, and landlords. I do this every Friday in five minutes or less. So if you're new here, consider subscribing to get all my quick advice and updates. And let's get started with today's FMF. Let's jump right in on today's topic, which is all about the flow of funds in a rental property. That is, number one, getting the rent collected each month from the tenant. And then number two, if a property manager is involved, such as North County Property Group, getting the owner their funds as a deposit into their bank account. This happens during the first week of every month. And I would like to share what I consider to be best practices on this process, which is exactly how we do it at my company, North County Property Group. Every month, we make sure rent is paid on time and promptly deposited into our owner client's bank account. We expect that the tenants pay the rent by the first day of every month. Bank holidays and weekends may sometimes delay this a bit, but the vast majority of our tenants pay their rent in a timely manner and also pay through what we call our tenant portal as a direct deposit to our broker trust account. We track the incoming rent payments for each property through an automated process, which we call rent roll, which is our tracking method for which tenants have paid their rent and which payments are still due. If any delays notice, we stay on top of it and immediately reach out to that tenant so that they will avoid late payment and also the late fees. California law does not require a landlord to give tenants a grace period as an extra few days to pay rent from the date it's due, but Personally, I think it's a good practice. Rent is always due on the first of the month. We use the California Association of Realtors Residential Lease Agreement, and that lease builds in five days to help account for weekends or holidays. We find this to be a reasonable grace period. Few people need it or take advantage of it, but it provides them a little extra time too should the tenant need 24, 48 hours for their paycheck to clear. But if we hit day three and rent is still not paid, we are on it. We're calling them, texting them, emailing them to remind them rent is due and that they should pay right away to avoid those late fees or any other actions which might ensue. If they are late and the fees kick in, they can't say we didn't warn them. North County Property Group offers a convenient, secure, and flexible way for all of our tenants to pay their rent online. I've already talked about this a bit. We call it the tenant portal, and that offers a couple of different options. They can basically pay from their bank account to our broker trust account as a direct deposit. This is a e-check method, free of charge, and basically allows the tenant to enter their bank's routing number and bank account and then choose to submit it either as a one-time payment or they can set it up as a monthly auto payment by the first of the month when rent is due. I would say about 98% of our renters pay monthly in this manner. It's super easy and they know when it's auto payment that it's paid on time. The other option is credit or debit card. There is a typical convenience fee that applies when they use a card. This is simple and easy option, perhaps, if cash flow is tight for that particular month. We don't necessarily recommend it, but it is there as an option through the tenant portal. We still do have a handful of old school folks, you know, kind of renters who like to send that monthly check-in with an envelope and stamp. We don't recommend it. We don't encourage it. For the most part, almost all of our rent payments are received online. So 
What happens in the event rent is not received within the five-day grace period? This is rarely an issue, but the first thing we would do is assess a late fee that is due and payable immediately when that tenant brings the rent hole for the respective month. We also will immediately provide the tenant with a three-day notice to pay or quit. That's what it's called in California. I'm not sure what it's called in other states, but the three-day notice is a legal document within the state of California to alert the tenant that essentially they have three days to cure the breach of non-payment of rent. The other option would be to move out, right? So if they don't do either, then we may proceed toward eviction. So that's kind of their notice that that would be the next step. As you can imagine, the first week of every month is a busy time for our accounting department. Once the rent is in the bank for each specific property, we will also record all the invoices from any maintenance or repair vendors and make sure all those invoices are paid. If the owner has regular monthly bills such as gardeners or the pool guy, perhaps the homeowner association dues, we're happy to pay those also out of the rent collected each month on behalf of the owner, and that's at no additional charge. Our accounting department then prepares and sends each owner their monthly owner statement. And this statement itemizes all the funds that have been received for the rental property, all the invoices from vendors that have been received and charged to the account, as well as outlining all the property management fees that we are charging the owner for that particular month. Each owner will then in parallel receive an email notice that we have made a direct deposit by e-check directly to their bank account. Pretty straightforward, right? The owner deposit happens basically at the same time in parallel to their accounting statement being sent, also done electronically. Sometimes though, holidays and weekends can get in the way. It takes sometimes in certain months a little longer, but it is always completed the very latest by the 10th of every month. If for whatever reason we have difficulty collecting rent from a tenant, one of the very first things we will do is contact the owner and let them know full transparency that we're having challenges, but that we're on it so that they're confident that at least we're working hard to rectify the situation. Thanks for joining in on this episode of 5-Minute Friday TGIF, and we will catch you next week. 